Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. Lord, we know that a thousand, a million, actually no amount of number can equate to the degree of praise that you deserve. But thank you that despite that, you welcome us into your presence and allow us to be with you. So may your word continue to speak to our hearts as we study today. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, we're looking into Psalm 63. And if you notice, there's a description there after the title that says that this was written by David when he was in the wilderness of Judea. You know, different commentaries would have different timelines as to when David wrote this psalm. Others would place it during the time when he was not yet a king and he was fleeing from Saul, while others would say that it was written during the time when he was already a king and was forced to flee from Absalom. But once again, in this psalm, he is described as one fleeing and running away. But as we have seen from David's life, what we have learned so far is this. Whenever he is being pursued, he knows who to run to and he knows who to turn to. You see, wilderness is a place of barrenness and desolation. The atmosphere it depicts is one that is uninviting and hostile, a place of utmost desperation. And yet, in the midst of barrenness and desolation, David knows where to get his full satisfaction. In verse 1, he says, O oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. You know, it's interesting that the word faint that David used here to describe his state in the wilderness is the same word that Esau used to describe his state when he gave up his birthright to Jacob. Famished to the point of death. That is how desperate the situation is. That is why, if you remember in Genesis 25:32, Esau said, What good is my birthright when I'm about to die? You see, same situation and yet different reaction. You know, desperate situations have a way of revealing what we are truly desperate for. I remember one of our first trips as a family, our firstborn, Samuel, was just about five months old. And we were so excited to go on this trip. It was out of the country and a person from that nation volunteered to pick us up from the airport and drive us to our accommodation for that night. We got cheap flights, so it landed around midnight. And the airport was really very far from the city. So we were so grateful because two hours drive of pure highway. But while we were on the highway, the car suddenly stopped. Guess what? The person forgot to gas up. So here we are in the middle of the highway with cars and trucks racing past us with a five-month-old baby in the middle of the night. I don't know how else to describe the situation other than the word desperate. And in that moment, we all knew what we are truly desperate for, gasoline. You see, nothing else mattered at that time but gas. We know that finding a gasoline station is the only way to get us out of the desperate situation we are in. We actually tried pulling over some vehicles, but they were so fast and it was very dangerous. So, 
My husband pushed the car up and down the highway because it was quite hilly in the middle of the night while the person stayed on the steering wheel and I stayed at the back of the car with Samuel. And to make the long story short, after what seemed like an eternity, we finally found a gasoline station and loaded up. That is what desperate situation does. It reveals what you are truly desperate for. At that moment, I never heard anyone ask for anything else but to find a gas station and find it really quick. It was very clear for all of us. That is what we need to get us out of that situation. But you know what else I realized? Yes, desperate situations have a way of revealing what we are truly desperate for, but desperate situations also have a way of revealing our heart's true condition. You know, I remember sitting at the back of that car, seeing how my emotions swayed from being grateful, to being worried, to being prideful. I remember telling myself, this will not happen to me. I will not let this happen to me until I saw my husband, sweaty and all, not complaining, but faithfully pushing at the back of the car. And I got reminded, this was a favor in the first place. Oh, man. You know, don't worry. I assure you, I already repented and forgave that person. But the point here is this. That desperate situation revealed the condition of my heart. Desperate situations have a way of revealing our heart's true condition. You know, David knows that as much as, as, much as he is in a very desperate situation on the external, he was being pursued, he was surrounded by barrenness, he was in a very hostile place, there is a greater desperation that needs to be addressed in his soul. And his response is to earnestly seek God and acknowledge this desperation before him. Continuing on, verse 2 says, so I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. David's response upon realizing his desperation in the midst of barrenness and desolation is to look to God for his salvation. You know, one interesting fact about wilderness is that for an area to be defined or categorized as wilderness, it has to be a place that humans do not control. Wow, don't you think that's an apt description? David knows that his situation, this situation that he is in, it's beyond him, but he is also convinced that this is not beyond God. That is why his response upon realizing that this situation is beyond his control, he declared God's power and glory. Verse 3, because your steadfast love is better than life my lips will praise you verse 4 i will bless you as long as i live in your name i will lift up my hands my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips you know in the midst of barrenness and desolation in his most desperate situation david knew where to get his full satisfaction and not only that he was able to respond with joyful adoration. You know, if you look closely at the verses we just read, each verse ends with a declaration of praise. And I was trying to imagine the scenario that was painted in this psalm. I realized that David was forced to be in the wilderness. It was not his choice, might not have even been a part of his options, and yet he found himself in this situation. And thinking about this, doesn't that sound or even feel familiar for all of us? You know, the pandemic that we are all in, nobody planned to experience it. It wasn't anticipated. And for most, it seems like a place of wilderness, barren, desolate, 
hostile, a place of utter desperation, making us realize that this is beyond our control. You know, what has this desperate situation caused us to see? What has it revealed in our hearts? Who do we turn to for salvation? May we have the grace to respond like David did. Look to God and say, Lord, this situation may be beyond me, but I will choose to declare your glory and majesty. Or maybe even before the pandemic hit, there are things in your life that you feel like you can't control. You're desperate and it feels like you're about to faint. Cry out to God. Seek Him earnestly. Declare His power and His glory because our hope and confidence is this. In verse 8, it says here, This is the declaration of David. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. And as we end, may this psalm not just be David's prayer, but ours as well. As we end this morning devotional, may that be the cry of our heart as we find ourselves in this desperate situation. That Lord... We earnestly seek you. God, we turn to you. We look upon you in your sanctuary. We behold your power and your glory. We declare that your steadfast love is better than life. And we will continue to praise you with all our hearts. Lord, thank you for your word for us today. I pray that as David declared dependence on you alone, may our hearts do the same. In Jesus' name, amen. We will respond the way David did. We will respond in praise and worship to God, declaring His glory, His majesty, despite the desperate situation we are in because we know that He is the only one that upholds us.
Let me speak to you this word of blessing before we end. May you continue to be satisfied in the Lord and may you be filled with joy and praise as you go on fulfilling His ways. God bless everyone and have a great week ahead. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.